We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen. We're talking game week 31 in the Premier League. Going to throw down some bets. Chris, man, 7-0-1 last week. The only thing we got wrong, well, we didn't get wrong. Uh, you had the, what was it, draw no bet for Liverpool. They came back from two goals down. Probably, maybe should have got the win there. Uh, against Arsenal, but uh, well, Chris is shaking his head. But uh, Chris, good evening here. This is Kits and Wagers after hours. It is a lot to break down this week. We are, you know, typically we're doing the six thirty, six thirty Pacific, nine thirty uh, Eastern. Today we're looking at, and that's AM. Today AM. we're just a little, a little after six PM out here on the West Coast, and. Uh, in Michigan, you're looking a little – it's almost your bedtime maybe, so hopefully you got the juice. I know I got the juice, and it's a rare version of beers and wagers. We got a couple frosty beers here going, so kind of a, a nice treat from, from you know, sometimes it is brews and wagers, but that's a cold brew, and this one is uh, – or a coffee, if you will, and this one is uh, beers and wagers. So happy to be here, and, yeah, you're right, 7-0-1 last week. Um, pretty good week for us, and, and the – parlay hit so that's what it's all about um, what's uh what are you drinking there you got a local brew or what yeah so i got a session lager it's uh, uh what is it session brewery they're in hood river oregon um okay. you know it's kind of reminds me if you've ever had a red stripe it's got the little stubby bottle uh kind yeah, of a good you know, like just it. like an yeah it's a you know just a lager nothing no bones about it you know just good drinkable beer you can have you know a couple of them and just hang out and yeah also got a nice frosty you know all the the pro beer drinkers keep a frosty glass in their freezer and uh, i consider myself a pro beer drinker at least i'd like to i'd like to <laughs> advertise that and uh so yeah just pull out the frosty mug we got the frosty beer it's thursday it's friday junior if you will and friday, uh, we are we're here to uh discuss some bets yeah, I got the can here. I don't. I'm not a pro, I guess. I got. It's called Green Zebra here. Uh, nice. It, it just came out this year, I believe. We got so they got a bunch of uh, ghost style. You know, if you're at a ghost style beer, it's like they throw in like some salt, a little salty. It's nice to have when it's hot. 
sun's out, no clouds. It was it was 80 degrees today in Michigan, which is pretty hot. It's pretty hot for uh, you know April 13th, but uh, just, uh, just a tasty beer to you know end the to cool off what was a warm day. But Chris, oh shoot, oh here we go, there we go, there we go. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, make sure to give a thumbs up. We got the records up. These records, at some point, maybe it's going to come back to us. But I mean, at th- at this point, I don't think I can finish negative anymore. So uh, I can just keep talking. I can talk, keep talking this record up the rest of the season. I'm, 50, <laughs> I'm 55 and 26. Chris is 41, 35 and two. And man, those are some good records. Uh, as you can see, we got a betting record page here up on RotoWire. Uh, just all of our records for each team. And we have some interesting matchups this week. Conveniently, I'm 5-0 and in Aston Villa matches. We will be talking about Aston Villa against Newcastle. So, Chris, let's get into it, I guess. It's time. It's time for Kits and Wagers. It's time for Kits and Wagers after hours. We got Aston Villa home against Newcastle. Aston Villa are a home underdog plus 255 to win Newcastle are plus 110 draw is plus 245 over two and a half goals plus 100 under two and a half goals minus 120 the odds are they feel kind of surprising here that Aston Villa on pretty good form Ali Watkins may be uh, the best form of anyone but uh, it looks like Chris accidentally uh, exited the show but here we go we got Chris Chris is back uh, Chris Operator there with the mouse. <laughs> Accidentally exited out of his uh, browser. But, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a first for the Kids of Wagers podcast. <laughs> After hours, have, have a couple drinks at the end of the day, and Chris is just exiting his browser. So I have one sip of beer, and all of a sudden I exit the, the browser. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, lost out of there. I'm back. Let's, fo- let's focus in. I'm, I'm locked in. So I was going to say, kind of surprising that Aston Villa are a bit of an underdog here at home. They're in decent form. Ali Watkins may be the best form of any striker right now in the league, yet plus 255 to win against Newcastle. What do you think about this matchup here? Uh, we had, uh, I mean, injury-wise, we had some pictures of El Marone returning to training, but it's not like he's going to start. Aston Villa dealing with some injuries themselves. I don't think we had a press conference for either team yet. So hard to say in terms of injuries, but uh, what do you think about Aston Villa's form against Newcastle fighting for a top four spot right now? Yeah, two, I mean, aside from Man City, two of maybe the hottest teams in the Premier League, uh, Newcastle's won is it five straight now. And I mean, City's done that as well, but outside of that, Aston Villa have won four straight and then they had a draw. I can't remember what the, the games prior to that were, but they've just clawed their way up. The standings, they now find themselves, you know, looking (laughs) – what we didn't expect is looking at a European place here, whether that's Europa League or Europa Conference League. I know there's – I think they have a game in hand. But um, um, still, you know, outperforming what we thought they were. What we thought they'd do, and they have – Unai Emery has them playing really well. Ollie Watkins is just on a tear. I think he's got 12 goals now. Uh, He's been been kind of the heartbeat for him the last – few weeks and they're coming up against a tough tough Newcastle side who look like they've all I mean it's not done yet we still have quite a few games but uh looking like they're going to be playing Champions League football next season and I mean good for Eddie Howe good for they got new ownership it's the they've completely turned it around 
really strong side and they've what they've how they've done it and how they've succeeded is just they've been so stingy defensively. I think they have conceded the least amount of goals in the league. Um, just ahead of I forget who it was. They've got 21 goals conceded, uh, six less goals in Manchester City, who's in second. And then an- another noteworthy stat from their de- defensive uh, perspective is that they've conceded just 12 goals in 15 games away from home. They'll be has- heading to Aston Villa on, on Saturday here. So just, just ahead of them is Arsenal. So, I mean, right away that tips me off. Like, am I gonna, should I look at the under? Should I look at, uh, you know, both teams to score? No. And so for me, I was like, all right, I think I've, I feel like I've had a little, we'd have to go back to the betting article here that we have on our website, but I feel like I've had a little success betting on unders with uh, Newcastle in the past. And I think that I'm going to go back to the well here and um, take them with a similar bet. And that's under two and a half goals, minus 120. I mean, both teams super good lately, but I feel like this is just going to be one of those games where it's, it's, uh, it's pretty low scoring. That's just how Newcastle play. And, you know, I'm a little weary of Watkins, Ollie Watkins' form, but I think ultimately that um, Newcastle has been so organized throughout the season. They had that one blip in the middle of the season where they played uh, Liverpool, Man City, and then the, the League Cup final against Manchester United. And since that, they've just been one of the best teams um, in, the, in the league here. So I'm going to go under two and a half goals, but uh, there was a couple other ones I entertained, but I think uh, this is probably for me, one of the matches that I am really looking forward to watching this weekend. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to be able to get up there at four thirty to, to catch it or what? I'll probably catch the second half, but I will not, I will not be catching the first half. Four thirty is a little early for Saturday morning. I do love, you know, NBC and Peacock does such a nice job with the, uh, extended highlights so you can catch yeah. the second half and then just go tune in for a little 15 minutes and, and get pretty much the whole match too so are we looks like corners and wagers is back we got corners and wagers i think you're unders and wagers today yeah. um uh, i just pulled up the form numbers here i pulled up the rotowire table here for the premier league last six matches you can do that on our site but aston villa are 16 points in their last six matches, Newcastle 15 points in their last six matches. Uh, the big thing that kind of stood out to me, Aston Villa have only allowed two goals in those six matches. Some of that is, you know, opponent. They have had some easier matches here lately, so maybe that's going to come into it a little bit, but kind of lines up with what you're saying here, minus 120 on the under two and a half. Can't argue that. I had had a, a couple ideas on this one. Maybe I'm getting a little – a little the. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking a little too much about this, but Aston Villa in general, just a team that don't get a ton of corners. They're not like a team that's going to dominate possession. So with this bet, I'm taking the second half here because I'm kind of throwing out the uh, the thought or the potential for Aston Villa to actually, you know, they start off, they're playing up for this match first 20 minutes. They just, you know, they just go out full attack kind of a thing. And maybe it's like Aston Villa get like three corners in the first 20 minutes or something. So I'm betting the second half corners. I don't usually do this, but I feel like in this certain instance here that as long as Newcastle don't score first, as long as they're not winning, you know, for the majority of the second half, I'm going to take them. You can get Myas. It's minus, it's one of these, you know, quarter bets here. Minus 0.75 corners in the second half. That's minus 110. 
as I always have to explain it here. So Newcastle, if they, uh, what is it? Um, if Newcastle uh, get more exactly one more corner than Aston Villa, you get half your money back. But if they get more than that, if they get two or more corners than Aston Villa, uh, then you win your bet. Uh, if I, did I explain that correctly? Does that make sense? Lot to unpack there. That's for sure. Um, I I understand it. So if they if they just have one more corner than Aston Villa in the second half, you get your money back. And then if it's over, if it's two more, say, then you get you win your bet. Yes. Okay. Wow, we're uh, really. I mean, after hours, man, these bets are getting nuts. Uh, <laughs> and also, you know, let's. I want to unpack the fact that you you you're typically a first half in corner or first half corners and wagers bet kind of guy. You, you don't typically go to the second half. And I mean, should we be weary that a, this is a second half corners bet, which is something that you don't typically do. And there's a little, a little complicated math here. Are you, are you, or are you feeling pretty confident in this bet? I feel more confident in this than taking first half. First half's a full minus one. And, you know, as I said, I just, just slightly worried that Aston Villa are going to come out, you know, playing up for this game, come out and, and do do a lot in the first 10, 20 minutes kind of thing, try and get that early goal. And, but when, when it's even, if these teams play it in an even, even field, whatever, um, I, I just think that Newcastle are a team that's going to have possession. They're going to have more corners. Aston Villa don't really play uh, in terms of trying to get those set pieces kind of a thing. They're, probably one of the worst in terms of getting corners it was a couple of weeks ago i took bournemouth uh, to have i don't know race to three race to five corners against them or something and this is maybe not the exact same bet but to actually bet on newcastle corners in this match there's not a ton because over five and a half corners is minus 155 so i don't really want to touch that you'd basically have to go to race to seven corners at plus 135 to get any kind of value and uh, i'd rather just take this uh second half corner bet here that's interesting. Was there, you know, some couple interesting money line bets here? You got uh, Aston Villa at home playing really well, plus two fifty five, or you have Newcastle who has unbeaten or who has won five straight matches at plus one ten. Any thought to taking either of those money line bets, or are you a strictly corners and wagers? Stick with what you got you here. I'm strictly corners and wagers, but I'll <laughs> okay. say. I'll say at the plus two fifty five in Aston Villa is enticing because it seems like pretty good value in the spot given how they're playing. But I mean the draw is plus two forty five as well. So I mean you could also look at what's the double chance minus one thirty five. You could put together some kind of parlay where it's like you take, I guess depending what side you like here, you could take Aston Villa double chance and then throw that in with. I don't know, Newcastle over four and a half corners or something like that. Um, if you wanted the Aston Villa side, but I, I think this is like a one, one kind of a match. So if anything, I, I'd, I'd probably take a draw here. Interesting. Yeah. The draw, no bet for Villa comes back at plus plus one fifty five. I, you know, if I had to enter- entertain any of them, I still like the Newcastle money line, but plus one ten. they've been just so good. They're just, I mean, five straight uh, speaks for itself. Yeah, I guess I should mention Aston Villa have been slightly worse at home under Unai Emery. It's kind of hard to explain, but they've won their last three 
but they that's been against Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, and Crystal Palace. So that's one of the reasons if you like Newcastle money line, that's one of the reasons you could take that route because Aston Villa, they actually have not looked as good at home under Emery for whatever reason, even, even last week against Nottingham Forest, they didn't exactly look like the better team, but they found a way to get the goals. Nottingham Forest in obviously. So Newcastle in form, Isak in form. These guys are in form. Callum Wilson's in form as well, even if it's off the bench, whatever, but Next match we got Chelsea home against Brighton. Chelsea are plus 165 to win. They used to be, what is this, April 2nd, 10 days ago. They, they were plus 115 to win this game. Now they're plus 165. Brighton are plus 170. The draw is plus 240. And then over two and a half goals, minus 110. Under two and a half goals, minus 115. So we got two games from Chelsea under Frank Lampard. We have a change of formation in those two matches. They lost 1-0 against Wolverhampton a weekend ago. Uh, they gave up, you know, a wonder goal from Matthias Nunez. Midweek, they, they traveled to Real Madrid. One of the, you know, just a difficult spot to be in at Real Madrid. They had, to get, they had Chilwell get sent off as well. So we'll see what their formation looks like. But now they're home against Brighton, the team that, is quietly, you know, challenging for one of those UEFA spots. So what do we think here? I mean, I guess it's kind of surprising here to see. I mean, if we looked at these odds before this season, I don't know what we would have thought, but just to see even odds at Chelsea between Chelsea and Brighton is pretty surprising here. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, Chelsea are – just in tatters. I mean, below they've they spent you know percentage of a GDP of a major country on players in, over the winter, and then they sacked their manager. Who, who? This would have been a really interesting storyline had he stuck around another like two weeks. We would have had the Graham Potter uh, Derby match here, but unfortunately didn't didn't make it that far. But yeah, it's Chelsea. No, I mean they got Frank Lampard, who I personally don't have any belief in as a manager. They have a lot of quality on the team, but it hasn't ever meshed yet. Meanwhile, we have Brighton who's like, I mean, I think they just lost to Tottenham. Was it that they had the nice scuffle on the sideline against uh, Deserby and uh, I'm I'm slipping the uh, Tottenham caretaker manager, but uh, yeah, I mean, Brighton. Yeah. Stellini. Yeah. That was a good game, but I mean, I just think that Brighton traveling to Chelsea, Chelsea, are just inept at goal scoring. They sit in terms of playing at home. They've only scored 16 goals in 15 matches at home. You know, most teams you are at least the top half of the table has all done better than that. I, I hate to do the same bet back to back, but I'm going to go with it because Chelsea, they just got shut out by Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton, as you mentioned, scored that wonder goal, you know, to make it one nil. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't see this game going over, over two and a half goals. And so I'm taking the under, the under sitting at, what do we say? Minus 115. So slightly better odds than the Aston Villa Newcastle match, but like, who's going to score for Chelsea? I can see who might score for, for Brighton, you know, to, to, to potentially get them some points, but I just like, I have a difficult time envisioning Chelsea scoring goals. So I'm, I'm again, once again, taking the under, I've, 
it's interesting too that the they're both the money line bets are pretty much the same. I think Chelsea was plus one sixty five and Brighton was plus one seventy. You're getting across the board if you go to total team goals, you're getting the same numbers too. So it's the the odds makers really think that this is a dead heat, and that says a lot about how poor Chelsea is, and maybe they have a little bit of confidence with Brighton heading into a Stamford Bridge. Should have pulled up like the uh, a lot of the XG crowd is on is waiting for Chelsea to start scoring goals because they've had some good XG numbers and we saw them maybe about a week ago finally get those goals. Is that going to happen at some point? Maybe. Uh, we just saw it with uh, with Crystal Palace. It was almost like it was building up where Crystal Palace was getting all these chances, getting all these opportunities, but they they're having trouble with scoring. All of a sudden, they get five goals against Leeds. I'm not saying that's going to happen here for Chelsea, but they are getting opportunities. So you got to say that it just depends on. Or so far, it's been these guys just can't score. Havertz can't score. Felix can't score. Sterling can't score. Maybe Mason Mount's going to get a start here. He came off the bench midweek. We'll see. But this is this is. I mean, it's a pretty tough matchup here, even at home. This is this is the first matchup. How interested are you see here? Like what? How the fan base is going to take Frank Lampard as this manager to end the season? Because this is their first home match here uh, with him yeah. as the manager again. So, I mean, do you think that they're actually going to back this team, or are they just going to be booing Lampard uh, for all these home matches, kind of a thing? I I don't see the fan base booing Lampard or jeering him <laughs> like a club legend. Man, he won right. it all with them. So, I mean, it's kind of sucking it up and hoping that uh, they're like, all right, well, we got Frank till the end of the season until they bring in like Nagelsmann or or a much bigger name, Pochettino or something like that. You know, whoever top bully wants to throw a bolo to cash at, but like they'll, they're going to support Frank, but I, that doesn't mean that they should, they're, I think the majority of the Chelsea supporters and I probably share the sense that like, all right, he's here for the next, what, eight, seven games, eight games. And I don't have much confidence in anything that comes back in terms of points is going to be all the better. So I, yeah, I don't know. Finish in the top half right. and let's move on to next season. But just like, don't disgrace us any further. I think is probably their outlook on the club right now. Um, like maybe we get like a couple of those, you know, 50 million pound players that we bought, like to score a couple goals as the season progresses. But yeah, losing to Brighton at home, for Frank would be a tough, would be kind of devastating. Not a devastating necessarily, but just a, it would make a sour mood even more sour. Yeah, three straight losses to open this uh, this part of his career, like managerial career here. Yeah, I mean they they drew. I mean the yeah three their last three home games two two against Everton two to zero loss to Villa and then that that ugly ugly zero zero draw to Liverpool in the midweek. So they haven't taken points at home in three, or I guess they took two points at home over the last three matches. Speaking of team form, Brighton are number five in terms of form in the last six matches, Chelsea 16 in the last five matches. So there's that. My bet is I initially had under four and a half corners in the first half, but I thought a little bit about that Chelsea Wolverhampton match last week. And it kind of turned me off a little bit because there was like 15 corners in the first half. And I just don't want that to happen again. So I'm taking a different route here. I don't think maybe Chelsea will 
have an edge at, at parts of this match. But, I mean, just the way we saw them play against Real Madrid, obviously Brighton are not Real Madrid here, and this is this is at Chelsea here. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm not sure if N'Golo Conte is going to be ready to start uh, two matches on a short week here. Uh, he started every other match for, I think, the past two weeks now. So he's arguably, arguably looked like their best midfielder. So if he's in... Maybe I'd change my thoughts a little bit, but that's eh, still probably not. So I'm taking Brighton race to five corners. That's plus one fit 150. I think that's pretty good odds when you consider that. I mean, there's a chance Brighton have more possession in this match, and they're clearly in better form. And just Chelsea just have been like Chelsea. Uh, I, I, I mean, you, you talked about it at length. Everyone knows at length Chelsea struggles here. So, like. We're getting plus 150 here for Brighton to get five corners first, which I don't think is that crazy at all. The only way it doesn't happen is if we get, you know, similar to the first meeting when Brighton won 4-1 is like Brighton get two goals in the first half. They score right away or something, and then they don't really have to press anymore. They have to change their style up a little bit. So that, that'd be how this doesn't hit, but I'm just assuming that doesn't happen again. Brighton race to five corners, plus 150, under two and a half goals is Chris's bet, minus 115. What do you think? Do you like Brighton corners here? I think I do. I mean, race to five corners, that'll that'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. I mean, yeah, I mean, Brighton, from a their play style, at least should see a bit more of the ball in, the, in their their in in the final third here so i mean i don't know you're the you're the corners and wagers soothsayer and i'm just a mere pawn in this game brighton have the fourth most corners in the league and chelsea have the sixth most and also brighton have played two fewer matches than chelsea if that says anything brighton are averaging more corners per match than arsenal uh so there you go there's a little uh Nugget for you. Next game we got, what are we talking about? We're talking about Nottingham Forest against Manchester United. Uh, this one took a bit of a turn here. Uh, Odds-wise, the odds have actually gone, yes, they've gone away from Manchester United. We had some injuries earlier today, but I'll just read off the odds first here. We got Nottingham Forest is plus 400 to win Manchester United. They're down to minus 145. They were 160, I believe, earlier this morning. The draw is plus 300. So so we got Casemiro. He's back from suspension. Erickson maybe will be ready to start. He's been on the bench, came off the bench Thursday, came off the bench uh, the last two matches here. So he's been back from his injury. But we also have uh, – I actually did not see the latest, but there's rumors that Lissandro Martinez tore his Achilles today. Uh, he's probably going to be, uh, well, he's going to be out. I assume he's going to be out. We don't know the exact injury, but that was a rumor. I saw Varane only made it 45 minutes. Didn't hear anything about his injury. So it seems like he could be out too. You combine that with Marcus Rashford being out and you got some questions here. Uh, so <laughs> we look at these injury lists. If you're watching here on, on Twitter or YouTube, Nottingham Forest have had one of the worst injury lists for a good portion of the season, and it's still pretty long, but now Manchester United's a little longer, though granted Phil Jones is on the list because he's not on their actually team squad for the second half of the season, but whatever. So 
I'll say it right now. I changed Chris's bet, and he completely went in the other way. But, Chris, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this match here? I'm going to just preface my bets here with uh, – I was – yeah, Adam had a little ear in my – a little uh, a little bird in my ear here. Um, I was making these bets during, during lunch today as I was kind of peeling around. I was like, oh, what well, looks good. And I was – this is – I had not been watching any of the Europa League match against Sevilla. I wasn't really up to date on it. And uh, I was like, man, I mean, hopefully they – we'll see what happens with Rashford if he comes back. You know, their injury – if he's back, I feel good in this bet. So I, I initially looked at Manchester United plus uh, – or minus one and a half – or was it minus one and a half? Um, or no, yeah, minus one and a half right. was plus, plus 195. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that is some good odds. Like, I was, I was like, Nottingham Forest, not – you know, not great, but – Little did I know that, uh, you know, they they imploded in the last 10 minutes of that match, gave up two goals. Martinez came off, Ron came off at halftime. They got everyone and their mother and sister and brother on the injury list right now. And, uh, yeah, traveling in a way game too, so let's take bear that in mind. Um, so uh, <laughs> Adam's guidance here, I'm just putting that out there, that it heavily weighed on my bet here. So if it's wrong, look at Adam. It's my fault. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I actually, you know, not a half force, been okay at home. I, you know, not not going to win any any uh, sort of noteworthy places with their form at home, but they've been okay. Um, they are playing, like I said, a, a Manchester United team that is really dealing with a lot of injuries. It looks like we're going to see Harry Maguire back in the starting 11, maybe uh, Victor Lindelof. Uh, I mean, Luke Shaw, I think he's still out as well. Uh, so Malas- is it Malasia that should come, on, come in at left back? Yeah, really going to be interested to see who comes in the starting eleven. All that said, I'm going to go take Nottingham Forest, who definitely needs some points. A point would be great for them. Taking them double chance. It's not often you get plus odds on a double chance bet for a home team. Uh, so I'm taking them plus one fifteen. And given everything that we know, like, is it do you with the injuries that we're seeing? Do you feel would you be more confident in over or an under? Like, okay, I'd well, they're on, missing their two center backs. Are you on I, the over? It's uh, a good point, but I'm not sure how much that matters on Nottingham, with Nottingham Forest. Just in terms of them being able to score. Um, I am on the Forest side, though. I'll, I'll say that it does sound crazy, but 1-1 against Manchester City. Uh, 1-1 against Chelsea. Uh, 2-0 against Tottenham uh, in League Cup. 1-0 against Liverpool. Um, I compare this a little bit to, so Steve Cooper at Nottingham Forest, maybe not to the extreme or maybe not as well as Thomas Frank at Brentford, but I'm always on Brentford first half, Brentford at home because they play up for Thomas Frank. They always play up at home. And I've gotten that feeling a little bit from Nottingham Forest this season under Steve Cooper. And that's kind of how they played really. I mean, I just read off some of their results. They're a better team at home. They've come off some, some pretty, I mean, they've come off some bad matches, obviously away from home. They've been terrible. Uh, That's why they're near the bottom of the table. But I mean, you, you look at some of their results and they don't have a ton of losses at home. One of their losses was two, one, against Newcastle and that required an ESOC PK in like stoppage time. That was their only league loss at home since September. Uh, so that's pretty relevant. So I honestly like your bet a lot, which is 
partly why uh, you're on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hey, you, got- you know, in the same way that you're going to take all the all the responsibility if it loses, I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you ten percent of the credit if it wins. So our podcast listeners don't know what my bet looks like yet, but if anyone's watching here, they can see I got a plus 290 bet here. Um, I was looking at unders. I was looking at some under bets, but I saw this one. I saw the number, and I'm going to get greedy here. I said it on Twitter. I'm going to I'm getting greed, a little bit greedy on the show. I got the plus 150 bet with, with Brighton Corners. Now I, can, I see this plus 290 bet. I took – I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I took Naughty M Forest, raced to five corners. I can't remember who it was against, but they only got to four. Uh, that one hurt a little bit, but the only way that I, I always say this with corners, the only way this doesn't this doesn't hit is if Naughty M Forest score first and they're playing with a lead. Because at that point, clearly they're not going to be the one getting corners. So the hope is that, you know. Harry Maguire doesn't have another own goal. I hope his uh, Malassia doesn't have another own goal. Both of them had an own goal today. So if this is scoreless in the first 45 minutes or Manchester United get a lead kind of a thing, this these odds are maybe if you're not familiar with corners, I don't know if this, this looks crazy, but this looks too good to pass up to me at plus 290 for Nottingham Forest race to five corners. I, Manchester United are not a possession-heavy team where they're going to rack up corners like an Arsenal, like a Manchester City. So that's kind of why I like Forest here. I love – this is by far the highest, uh, best odds that we've given for a standalone bet on a match. Uh, plus 290, where, I mean, we try to get our parlay above plus 200 – in order to take it, so I mean, love great. that you're going out. You're going out on a limb here, and and like that's a strong play. I mean, your record speaks for itself. But a plus two ninety bet is it greedy or is it cocky? I don't know. Confident. Let's call it confident. I mean, confident. That's what it is. Confident. Yeah. I mean, the big. You know, it says Overly ADAM confident. up there. It says ADAM up there, and then fifty five and twenty six right next to it. So I think you know. You have the, you get that, you get that for you. you know, I'm going for, for the plus 4,000 at the end of, end of this weekend. <laughs> buy a boat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, buy we, a uh, boat with I, this. Yes. I did see that we have a comment from Steven Parada on uh, Holland is a minus 400 for any time scorer on Saturday. Are those the worst odds to score in the history of the world? It's a big, that's a bit extreme. Um, a big, big question. History of the world. I mean, that's, yeah. I, mean, I want to say pretty big sample size. I think he was minus 400 against Nottingham Forest earlier this season. And I'm pretty sure like Lewandowski at his peak in Bundesliga or even against a team like Red Star Belgrade and Champions League was probably like minus 500 at some point. Yeah, I mean. I'm not taking the minus 400 anywhere, but that is an interesting question. He's like a favorite to score a hat trick. That's yeah. You got to go. I wonder what it is like to, to over two goals or two goals or more. If you, where do you like, what is you, what do you have to take for him to get plus odds on a Holland to two goals? Is it, is it a hat trick? It's a hat trick. I'm pretty sure. I think two goals is still minus money. That's insane. I mean, well, for obvious reasons, but that is insane. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so we got Team Parlay, and we're, we've hit two in a row. We're up 838. I am, what am I? I'm a... 15, 11, and 1. Chris is 15 and 11. The team parlay record does not matter because it's up 838. I'll uh, I'll leave that as it is. But Chris, you're looking at this Everton Fulham match. Uh, Everton fighting for their lives. Sean Deitch. We'll see. Fulham. Fulham. Uh, let me pull up the form table here before I, I give it to you. Fulham 17th in the table. In the last six matches, they have not looked very good. Their offense has been fairly stagnant. They do not have Mitrovic still. He's suspended for five more matches, I believe it is. Now they're going against Everton and Sean Deutsch. What do you think is going to happen in this one? It's going to be nil-nil or 1-0. That's my, if I could get like an exact bet, I would go like 1-0 or goal ban 0-1 maybe. But uh, I, I went totally I went all, similar to that, but. What, I think I took another – I took my third straight under of the Beers and Wagers podcast here on this lovely Thursday evening. I took under two and a half. It's uh, minus 150, which is pretty wild. People are loving that, uh, or the, the odds makers are loving the fact that it's going to be like a 1-1, 0-0. Fulham has, haven't scored more than one goal. I, I mean, they've – I guess it was – looking at their their form here, it's been pretty tough for them to score goals this 1-0 last weekend, they scored. It was 2-1 to Bournemouth, 3-1 to United, 3-0 against Fulham. And then they actually did score two goals in a recent loss to Brentford, which was 3-2. Meanwhile, Man United beat Everton 2-0. We've got a 1-1, a 2-2 against Chelsea, a 1-0 win against Brentford, and then another 2-2. Like, Everton, not necessarily a good goal-scoring team. Fulham have dropped five straight matches. Take the under here and just move it along. In five home matches under Deitch, there has been seven goals at home in Everton matches. None of those matches went over two and a half or went over two goals. Um, the lone worry I have with Everton is uh, Seamus Coleman's out and Deitch wasn't too confident that uh, Nathan Patterson's going to be ready to start right back. So we might get something a little bit different in their team. And then we also have Decore suspended. In their lone match without Decore in the midfield, uh, they didn't look very good against Manchester United. But again, it's not like Fulham have looked very good either. So my bet, I went to Arsenal here. I want I, I spent a little time on this one because I wanted to. I was looking at different areas. Arsenal are at West Ham, and West Ham are 
the reason I had some difficulties was West Ham, even though they don't play with a ton of possession, they don't give up that many corners, which I still don't understand like why that is, why West Ham don't give up that many corners. But I'm just going to go with Arsenal minus one corner for the entire game against West Ham. That's minus 110. Put that with uh, Everton Fulham under two and a half goals at minus 115. Or minus 150, that's plus 218 odds. Uh, I just think, you know, Arsenal, they don't have midweek matches to play. West Ham just played against, I believe it was Ghent today. They they tied them 1-1. A lot of the regulars were in that game. Now they're home. I know they're home, but, you know, Arsenal don't have that midweek match. West Ham do, and Arsenal are a better team. I think what Arsenal are going to get 60-plus percent possession, and they're going to have more corners um, as long as they don't score two goals in the first. I, I say this as long as they don't score two goals in the first 30 minutes and West Ham are pushing for the final 60 minutes of the match. As long as that doesn't happen, I'm – Fairly confident Arsenal are going to have more corners than West Ham, and this one's even odds. But uh, this one does seem kind of fishy, but uh, we'll see what happens. Chris, what do you think? Three in a row, three in a row team parlays. Every time we we start getting a little worried about our parlay, we start winning. So yeah, I mean, let's ride for a third straight. I'm. So we, should, I, we should we worry? Should we? No, or shouldn't I we mean, worry? I'm a I'm a historical guy. We've won two in a row. Let's roll with it. I say I love this under two and a half goals. I and each week we talk about the corners and wagers bets, and I just listen. You know, I'm an open ears when Adam's talking corners because I don't. You know, that's not my that's not my cup of tea. And so I just listen to you, and it seems to work out. <laughs> you don't understand it, but it just happens. It <laughs> yeah. Just happens. But all I know is it just keeps working. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's getting out of hand because I've incorporated corner bets into my article. Check it out; it's up at rotowire.com right now. Um, and I'm giving out I don't know six or seven corner bets every weekend. <laughs> and uh, as I said, it's getting out of hand, but I'm I'm winning a lot of them. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah, Stats LLC is gonna give you a call one of these days and see if you they they move you out of Rotowire and start working for a betting platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah looking at uh we got this cheat sheet again we got fpl cheat sheets we got we now have an mls cheat sheet as well if you play mls fantasy if i can find it here it's somewhere on this massive list of cheat sheets look at this mls week eight cheat sheet holy cow there's so many matches in mls um but that came out today um this is even if you don't play fpl this is always just good to Look at all the odds, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 48-hour trial. Chris, look at these matches. Um, anything, any other thoughts here before we go? We have we have a lot of big favorites. It's kind of what it comes down to. I guess I'll, I'll ask you, what do you think is going to happen in this Liverpool-Leeds match? Liverpool bad away from home, but Leeds just gave up five goals at Crystal Palace. Leeds already, I think Leeds beat us this season at home, or was that a draw? So I'm, I I'm weary. I think they did beat him. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right so, the World Cup. yeah, it's a Monday. So like nothing like a good case of the Mondays and then your favorite club dropping points away from home like they always do. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not that excited for it. But I was reading that Liverpool have like one of the easier run ins to the end of the season. So, you know, hopefully they make it out of eighth place or whatever they are right now. Um, confidence is low here. 
from my perspective, from my end, but uh, you know, we'll still keep, we'll keep supporting. What, what term do you think is used more run in or business end of the business? What is it? Business end of the season. I'll tell you what I prefer. It's the business end of the season. It just yeah. sounds way cooler though. Like when you're like, Oh yeah, the run in, you know, it sounds like you're exercising, which is, you know, I've seen terrible. I've heard, I've seen way too many, way too many use usages of run in. So um, yeah, the, let's make the it business. business end of the season. Yeah. And then it, it just like makes, sounds like the whole team showed up in a suit. Or like a you know a black suit like it was like they showed up for a funeral or something like that you know so so it just sounds much cooler. Well, we'll see what Liverpool show up at in uh, Monday for Monday Night Football. <laughs> I do have three, a bet three. for that match in my article if you want to check that out. Uh, but all right, Chris C H R O and eight on Twitter. I am at Rodos Droic. Chris, thanks for joining me. Eight and oh. <laughs> eight and oh, here we go. Uh, let's get it again. Let's uh, let's see what we can do. Let's ride. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.